When you drop your kiddos off at school or you put them on the school bus, you are entrusting them to somebody else. You've become acutely aware that you are no longer in control, but honestly, were you ever? That is why I have asked Candy Barnett, Moms in Prayer, to be with us because, Candy, you're leading these groups of moms weekly in prayers for their children. And I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of times you go praying for your kids and you're praying for the moms to let go and to trust God. We do. We, we pray for the children. There's just so much fear when you drop them off at school, especially yeah. for the first time when they're little. Mm. Will they make friends? Will their teacher understand them? You know, will they be bullied? You're just, you're just so afraid. And to be totally transparent with you, my fear has grown the older they get because I, yes. I know. I know too much. I know, well, is this girl going to be nice? Because yesterday she wasn't nice to right. blank child. I won't say which child it is. Mm-hmm. Or are they going to get into things that maybe they shouldn't be getting into? They're going to be exposed. I don't have control over who is and is not coming in their life anymore. Right, right. And with Moms in Prayer International, it's just been such a great uh, release of fear mm-hmm. for me that I can turn them over to God and not be afraid anymore. Right. And that's just, I think that's the biggest testimony I hear from other moms who are in moms in prayer. You know, they say, after we prayed for my child in this group, I'm not afraid anymore. That whatever, whatever comes their way, it is um, mm-hmm. predestined by God, that he has allowed it and he loves them completely. That's true. That's true. And it's just been so comforting to know that other moms are praying. Yeah. To hear them pray out loud. There's something about hearing another mom pray over your child out loud. Wow. It just does something to your faith. Well, and so, Candy, tell me, how did you come to be a part of Moms in Prayer? Well, a friend of mine at church, she's a Moms in Prayer leader. And she, in the summer, she would invite me, hey, Candy, do you want to join my Moms in Prayer group? And I would say, no, you know, my schedule won't allow it, but I would love to. And there's just that pull on my heart. I really wanted to be a part of it, but my schedule wouldn't, wouldn't do it. There's something about prayer, because when I turned 50, I was praying for God to change me. You know, I was just living in that safe zone of church, of working in VBS, working in Sunday school, but not really feeling like I'm making a difference in this world. Right. Which and is I, a very mom feeling. <laughs> is it like doing the laundry, doing the dishes? Is this really adding up to anything? Well, right. And I also felt I wasn't being bold for Christ. Mm. I was just living in that safe zone of church and not going out. Right. And so I said, Lord, use me. And that summer, again, Jackie said, hey, Candy, do you want to be in my mom's and prayer group? And my schedule had changed and I could. And so I went to her prayer group and because I knew I knew I needed to pray for my kids. I just needed that so badly. I also knew I would be bored because it was an hour long, and I was wrong. It was <laughs> no the awkward fastest pauses. hour of yeah. my life. Wow. You know, we have a list, and mm. we are we are knocking it out. We are going through it, and all of a sudden, the hour's up. I was hooked. Tell me about your kids when they found out that, wow, mom's praying for me right now. You know, I think they liked it. I yeah. think they liked it. Um, they don't talk about it a lot. They're not expressive about it, but... You know how teenagers are, but I think they like it. I don't know yet, yeah. but tell me all about it. I don't know. <laughs> or ignorance <laughs> is bliss. I don't have a teenager yet, but I got little ones, and I know the anxiety I have, uh, but the anxiety my children have. I have a first grader mm-hmm. who uh, just gets terrified about leaving me and going to school, oh. and so it's something that we've been 
praying through okay. and, and asking God. But I'm sure this is a story that you hear a lot with other moms. We do. We do. We hear about all kinds of things with our kids. The great thing is, you know, we pray scripture over our kids. Yeah. And that is a huge help to us. We have a calendar with uh, a verse for every day. And so there's one mom in my group, she'll show that calendar to her children and she'll say, we're going to pray this verse over you today that, you know, God is your comfort. And then when they come home that afternoon, she'll ask them, you know, how, how did he comfort you today? And it's making her kids feel better to know that their mom is praying scripture over them and they are participating in that. Mm -hmm. So explain to me, you say we pray for an hour. Who are the other women? Is it across all denominations and ages? It is. It's non-denominational. In my first group, we had all kinds of churches. There were about five or six, just depending on that day, you know, Catholic, uh, Presbyterian, Methodist, Baptist. But you leave all that aside. We're just praying scripture over our kids. It doesn't matter what your background is, your economic background. Uh, You may have different ways of raising your children, different ways of discipline, but all that disappears. Mm. You're just with your sisters in Christ and And, you're united in prayer. All right. So you say you pray scripture over your kids. Mm -hmm. Explain that to me. How how does that work? (laughs) I'll give an example. I brought That's it. What you do is you take a verse out of the Bible and you have to rewrite it just a little bit so you can put your child's name in it. So Mm -hmm. there's blanks. So I'll read this first one. I'll just make up a name. Lord, watch over James. Keep James from harm. Watch over his life. Watch James's coming and going, both now and forevermore. What the mother does is she's the one who prays that verse over her child, puts her child's name in it. And then the other moms, they'll take turns with that popcorn prayer over this child. They'll say, yes, Lord, you know, keep James from harm. Thank you, Lord, that you will watch over his life. You know, we praise you, Lord, that you are attentive. You watch over our comings and our goings. And so we'll just spend a few moments praying over James. Mm. And then the mother will also, she'll come back into prayer and she'll say, and and Lord, you know, he's been having trouble learning his spelling words. Would you please help him learn his spelling words? And so we'll all do a little bit of popcorn praying over that. Yes, Lord, please help him, you know, remember what he studied, you know, teach him his phonics, just help him with this. And uh, And how awesome is that for, well, let's just say James, if he's struggling at school to realize Okay, I got to work hard, obviously, but but God, God, God's creator of heaven and earth. Right. He can help me remember my vocabulary words. Right, right. It, it does help the kids. They like it, knowing that we've prayed over them. And the kids are seeing the answers to prayer. And I'm not saying that we always get yes answers. Right. But the kids do see. Their that, dependence on God. And yeah. what a great lesson to learn as a child. Because, yes. I mean, as an adult, we, I mean, we're acutely aware of how much we need God as an adult. That's true. That's true. And at the end of the year, you can go back and you can review with your child. Look at wow. all these times God answered prayer. He helped you with your history test and your math test. You made a new friend. So do you keep a log of the prayer list? So, I mean, you said you do a prayer, but yes. do you keep a log so that you have that? Yes. We always print out a prayer sheet and we're writing in the names and the prayer request as we go through it. Uh, the following week in our time when we're giving the thank yous in prayer, uh, we're writing down what happened you know, thank you that uh, my child made an A on that spelling test that we prayed about, or they did make a new friend, or their teacher uh, had a good day and wasn't yelling. So. And so you're praying for the children, but you're also praying for the schools. We are. We are. We 
we pray for the children first, our children, and then we pray for the teachers, and then we pray for the school itself in general. Uh, we pray for a spirit of friendliness there. We pray against the drugs. We pray against the bullying. I could think of a hundred things that we could pray about for schools, and I just bring one topic a week, and we just focus on that one topic. Wow. Do the schools know that you all are doing this? Uh, or the teachers? Uh, some do. I pray over two private Christian schools, so they know that I'm praying, and I'm right there on location. Mm-hmm. But for the public schools, you know, we can't cross that line. So we're like a behind-the-scenes organization. You may have a few moms from a public high school, and they get together and pray. And so, but they're not putting it on the school's uh, Facebook page or Twitter feed or anything like that. Right, but, but they're aware that somebody's out there praying for them. The school isn't, uh-huh. no. Okay. No. Uh, we, don't, we don't make that public. Public, yeah. Uh, they might tell the teacher privately. Mm-hmm. If the teacher is a Christian, they may share that with them. Hey, we're, we're praying for you, but we don't go into a public school and, and say we're praying for you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the power in prayer. I mean, we see it. We see it in our lives. How have you seen God um, show up in a mighty way when a group of moms get together and pray? We had one thing that happened recently. Last year, we found out that there were no moms and prayer groups in Spalding County or Butts County or Newton or Rockdale. So we started praying for those counties that they would have a moms and prayer group. It was interesting to see what happened because we realized that God had started working on that prayer years ago in Fairbanks, Alaska, because... Explain, I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We have, uh, there was a mom in Fairbanks, Alaska, and she was in Moms in Prayer for years, praying over her kids all through school. Okay, they're growing, they're, you know, went to college, having kids of their own, so she's not in Moms in Prayer anymore. And they moved to Griffin, which is in Spalding County. And she said, you know, God put it on her heart to get back into Moms in Prayer and pray for her grandkids. Wow. So she contacted Moms in Prayer International, and she said, you know, my name is Janine, I live in uh, Griffin, and I'd like to join a Moms in Prayer group. So her phone number was given to me. I called her. I said, you know, we we don't have anything in your area. You're the only one. And so we talked, and we realized that she has many years of experience of being in Moms in Prayer. Mm. And so as we talked, you know, she said, I, I could be a leader. I could help you start a group. Wow. And I thought, okay. <laughs> and that was just, you know, uh, a few months ago. And now we're on the air talking about moms and prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're pretty confident we're going to get some moms in Griffin who will hear this and know that there's a group, there's a lady waiting for them to come join her. She's praying prayer. for you to come. Yes. Wow. So that was years ago. God was answering that prayer. Well, and how many counties are you all in in Georgia? We're in most of them. Most of them. We're in a lot of them. And if you're yeah. not, give you a call and you'll start, help start one up, we'll right? We'll help start one up. Yeah. The best we can. All right. So in how many states? Like, I'm trying to get a picture of, because it's international. So it's, it's international. It's everywhere. So like, are we all over this United States? Yes. We're in all 50 states. We're in over 140 countries. And in some of these countries, we have many, many groups. Wow. It's just huge. Well, and so any day, like there are different days of the the week they're meeting, different hours. Mm -hmm. I mean, so 
potentially you could have a group of moms or grandmothers yes praying all throughout the school day yes yes you could absolutely uh, they're praying the evening, weekends, weekdays, week mornings. Yeah. Well, is there any one topic in particular that you find is consistently being requested? I think we pray a lot for our children to grow up in God and to not walk away, especially when they go to college. That's a big fear. And so we pray a lot for their Christian walk, that it would grow mm. and get solid. Mm-hmm. And then we, we do pray a lot for their schoolwork, for their grades. Yeah. We pray for their driving. You know, when they start to drive, we pray for their safety. I think those are three, three big prayer requests we see over and over. I've had a friend tell me, because um, we, as a family, we pray when we see an ambulance or we see a car wreck. Yes. Um, but to encourage me to start praying for the school buses and yes. the schoolhouses, like when we pass them, to have that be part of our family prayer. Yes, yes. And for safety. I mean, just how much our kids... Um, spiritually, and then physical safety as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Pray those prayers. Pray the big prayers. Right. Um, That's one thing I learned from praying in Moms in Prayer is I learned to pray God's will. And I'll ask myself, you know, what's God's will for a school? Well, he doesn't want bullying. He doesn't want Mm. the drugs. He wants the children to do well. And so... My faith is stronger, and I'm learning to pray the big prayers, what God wants. That's pretty exciting to do that. What's, um, if you don't mind me asking, what's some of your big God prayers you're having right now where you're, for your children? Oh, my goodness. Because you're, you're a mom. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, praying for God to be real in their lives and that they would follow him, that they would see his goodness. Because when there's so much going on, there's a lot of trouble in the world. You know, you've just had Hurricane Dorian, things like that. And I don't want them to doubt that God is good, that God is real, that God loves them. So that's, that's I think that's my big prayer. And a lot of times, I'm sure, Candy, you're the same way. I go and I'm praying for my children and then I realize mm-hmm. my need as a mom for yeah. God. So what are some of the prayers you're praying for yourself? Oh, for myself. Because I got a list of myself. <laughs> I think that I would pray consistently because I don't. You know, here I am a prayer leader and I don't pray consistently. And so I fight against that, mm-hmm. you know, against that little voice in my head that uh, says, you're, you're not good enough to pray. So yeah. don't even bother. And so I have to work hard at getting that out and having that regular time of prayer every day. Just have it scheduled mm-hmm. and do that. Well, and I know, uh, Candy, as, as a woman, we can be harder on ourselves than anybody. True. And so, True. you know, when you go to pray to God for your children, you mm-hmm. immediately think about all the mistakes you made as a mom. Yes. So how can I be praying for my children when I just yelled at them in the minivan on the way to school and I dropped know. them off, you know? <laughs> uh, my big verse is First John 1, 9, you know, if we confess our sins. Yeah. And... That part that he will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And at that moment, we're made righteous. And what a great truth that is. Right. That God has totally reinstated us. And it's as though nothing ever happened. And I just keep reminding myself of that and then launch into prayer. Mm-hmm. Because you all, you all have a formula, too, where you, you do. There's a time of confessing your sins. Yes. And, yes. and then praising God. 
Yes. Uh, in Moms in Prayer, uh, we do we start out with the time of praise. And that's where I learned to praise God was in Moms in Prayer. I didn't know what it was. I'd grown up in church. I didn't know what praise was. But uh, I know now. And so we praise God. And after a few minutes of that, we have a time of confession. We just say silent confession. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just make sure we're right with God before we keep on praying. And after a few moments, I'll just speak up again. I'll say, you know, we're going to have a time of Thanksgiving. We won't do prayer requests at this time. Let's just thank God for what he's done this week. And so we'll have some of that. And then when that kind of, there's kind of a lull in the conversation. And then I'll say, okay, we're going to pray over our kids now. And I'll just turn to the first mom and say, okay, uh, which child do you want to pray for this week? Because we only have time for one child per mom per week. Uh So we have to just kind of focus in on that one child. And then we just go from there. Wow. Wow. Well, and so starting a chapter in in your county, mm-hmm. how would you do that? I mean, what's the first step? That's the hard part. Uh, if I get a mom that calls from a county where I don't have a moms and prayer group, they're kind of on hold. Mm-hmm. And so try, I, I'm new at this, at being in charge of a county. And so I'm trying to get better at you know, texting them and calling them and praying with them. And I'll tell them, you know, I can come to your church and talk to the ladies at your church to see if someone wants to join you in prayer. And I can come with you the first few times and help you guys get started. I'm not going to just launch you and let you be on your own. So you'll, you'll walk them through the steps. I will walk them through the steps. All right, but I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question because I feel like there's probably a listener right now that says, Candy, that sounds great but there is no <laughs> way I'm going to say a prayer in front of everybody. Right. I'd love to pray for my child silently. Yes, yes. And that's fine. You do not have to pray out loud. We've had a lot of moms who they say, I, don't, I, don't, I can't pray out loud. I can't pray in front of other people. Or I've never prayed out loud. And we say, that's okay. Just come to the group anyway and tell us your prayer request, and we will do the praying for you. And it's just one hour. It's just one hour. Yeah. Right, right. All right, I started, uh, Candy, in the very beginning talking about as a mom, you think you're in control, and then when you launch them into school, you realize I have no control, but realistically, I never had control. And so there is a lot of anxiety, especially when you hear in the news of school violence. Yes. um, And and all the things that are going on in in our school system. So Mm -hmm. would you spend some time talking to that mom who is possibly struggling with fear and anxiety? Because... I am one of them. <laughs> about 3 a.m., I can work, I can wake myself oh. up, Candy, and think about all the different scenarios that could possibly happen, and I wouldn't be there to help them. I think my first, the first thing I would tell a mom is First Peter 5, 7, when it says, cast all you care upon him, for he cares for you. And that's been a huge signature verse for me when I'm having a problem and I'm waking up at 3 a.m. and my stomach is churning and I just start praying to God and I give him everything. Mm-hmm. And I love that imagery in the verse because Peter was a fisherman. So when he said, cast your cares, I'm picturing him casting that net out of the boat and that takes a lot of force. And so I just pick up that person or that scenario and I picture myself throwing it at the feet of God and saying, 
I need you to handle this. And thank you that you are big enough to handle this. And then I feel better. There's just something about releasing it to God that makes me feel better. Candy, I love that. I'm going to do, listen, <laughs> I hope I have a good night's sleep tonight. But if I don't, that's a great imagery of not just like placing it down, but throwing it, throwing, throwing it, it out of your boat. Yes. Just stop. Like, don't. Yes. And, and, and give, and when you're throwing it, you're just giving them every negative little thought in your head that goes along with mm-hmm. it. Just get it all out. Because mm-hmm. that fear is stealing the time that you have with your kids. Yes. And it's, ta- it's taking away your faith, too. Right. It interferes. Right. And so you can't parent them the way that God wants you to parent them because I'm parenting out of a heart of fear and anxiety and right. what ifs. Right. Instead of saying, God has a plan for you, run after that plan. Right. Run after God. And you can always call me. I'll pray with you. Candy, <laughs> hey, Candy, I might put you on speed dial. How about 3 a.m.? Is that, is that appropriate time to call you? <laughs> you said you'll pray with me. I mean, you didn't say what time. So <laughs> no, but honestly, I mean, the power of a praying mom and the heart. I mean, that's you love these children. I love my kiddos. Mm-hmm. Um, but how much more does God love our children? Right. Even more. And that's even that's hard to even fathom. And I tell myself that when I... Um, well, no longer am I placing my children in God's hands. I'm going to throw mm-hmm. them <laughs> because that's what I tell myself. If I love my yeah. children, it's hard to believe, but God loves them even more. And I think something else that would help remove fear is if you can find someone else to pray with. It, you mm. don't have to be in a moms and prayer group if your schedule doesn't allow it. Find someone to pray with if it's only for five minutes. Mm. Pray with them on the phone, your mom, a, a best friend, uh, someone else. Mm. There's huge power in group prayer. There's that verse in Deuteronomy where it says, one of you chases a thousand. And to me, that illustrates the power of one person praying. And we do have, we have more power in prayer than we realize. And then the verse goes on to say that two of you chases 10,000. And that's five times the amount of effectiveness. And so when you pray with someone, it really helps your faith. It, it, it strengthens you. I can't explain how it does that, but it does. There's just something about praying with someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And Candy, just how much we are all living in a place of weakness when the power that raised Jesus from the dead is a power that is inside of us right? as believers. And so, wow. I mean, like what happens if we, if we all just start partnering together? And like yes. I said, you might not be able to join a group, then find that one friend that has flexible hours as you or whatever, has a, a different schedule. Or- right, right. And, and it only takes just a, a five-minute phone call. Just call each other, agree in prayer, just over one thing. And that, that'll help. That's wow. a big help. All right. So Candy Barnett, Moms in Prayer. Yes. Give out the website so people can start a chapter in their county right now. It's uh, momsinprayer.org. Simple enough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You just go on there under the contact us and you'll put in your your name, your email address. Uh, You can write a note with some details and your zip code. And then whoever is closest to that group or that area will call you or email you and see what they can get started. Well, Candy, I look forward to my 3 a.m. conversation with you tonight. <laughs> you said I could call you. Yes. So, no, honestly, I really appreciate this. This is such a, a, an encouragement to me um, to not um, put my children down at God's feet, but to, to cast my cares and to cast all of that out. Absolutely. Cast all those worries. Get rid of them. There you go. Thanks yeah. so much for being with us. Thank you.